This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Our Ipswich Town, the Graham Hick of League One. Welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. Good evening and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast following the fluctuating fortunes of Ipswich Town Football Club since 2015. This is the flagship show live on a Sunday evening. My name's Craig Fimbo and I'm joined on this Sunday evening by two men who on a day centred on Devon, a definite jam before cream sconers, David Diamond, Joe Fares. How's it going, David? Very well, thanks, Craig. Just wondering how many of uh, what percentage of our listeners, subscribers would get your um, tenuous introduction there, but I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure the vast majority of cricket aficionados would would know all about that. Where you're going with that? Out of the hundreds of people that are that are watching live, at least three of us got it. The three people on the screen, I'm sure. So <laughs> that would do us. Um, Joe, how's it going? Yeah, okay. The um, had a sort of a low point in the day around sort of between two and half two mm, but mm, other than that's been a good good morning good afternoon <laughs> yeah you had an interesting day I'll, I'll leave it to you whether to divulge divulge or not but um as we as we say we're going we're live tonight so um you know please say hello if you're watching live drop us a line and we'll endeavor to say hello i'll, I'll fire up some of the comments here um maybe we'll leave a Leave the questions and comments to a bit bit later on. So um, you know we'll go. We'll obviously go for the news. We'll we'll plod our way through the match, um, and then we'll see where it takes us. Say please get your get your comments in. Get your get your questions in for the guys, uh, and we'll say and I'll endeavour to get round to them. There's no way in the world I'm going to remember what you write now in about 40, 40 minutes time. So um, let's get through some hellos. Charlie D is always first off the mark. Well, that was a negative, and right now I need two positives, he says. Well, presumably, Charlie, one to cancel out the negative and another one just so you can have a positive, yeah? Um, Flim flam, frustrating loss, but let's not let anyone drop their heads. It is still September after all. Absolutely correct, although it's still a bit of a kick in the uh, rocks. Andreas, how are you? Good evening. Good evening to you. 
Mallet, how are you? Good evening. Uh, Charlie agrees, yeah, still a long way to go. There is, but it's still a little bit deflating, isn't it? I think we're allowed to feel a bit of deflation. Um, Honey Badger, good evening to you. Romeo, good evening. Cheer you up, not sure we can do that. We'll give you a little cuddle, maybe. A bit of um, group group therapy, yeah. Um, Chris, hi, good evening. We're well in the mix. Well, of course we're, we're in the mix. It'd just be nice to be at the top, in the froth, rather than in the mix, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> Rob, good evening to you. Jim, good evening to you. Just south of the oh. Tamar. Mm. Go on then, geography quiz. If Jim is just south of the Tamar, where the hell is Jim? He's pretty near Plymouth, I would say. Whether he's on the whether he's on the Devon's the Plymouth side of it or not, I'm not sure if what if Plymouth's south of the Tamar or not. Joe will know. You'll know that, Joe, won't you? No, I wouldn't know that. South so he might he might be at Salt. Point. I think it's Plymouth and then the other side of the Tamar, I believe, is Salt Ash. There you go. Jim will... Tamar Hassan. It's Danny, Danny Dyer's best mate, isn't it? I was once in a bar in Dubai, and he was at the he was at the oh, same bar Joe, with me. Joe, Joe. And Come and sort of like as a stereotype, he was there, shirt off with a gold medallion, wearing it. Well, funny enough, I was at a wedding at Five Lakes, and he was there in the bar. The wedding was upstairs, and he was downstairs in the bar. And did he have downstairs. a shirt? On? He had a shirt on. Yeah, I can't remember the exact type, but he could not have been nicer. He was the world's nicest man. So he gets a. I'm going to say, have I told you that story when I played golf with Hatchet Harry from Lockstock? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every other week, Dave, I think. I, I, I just thought I'd throw that in. That's the only one I've got, so I have to throw it in. <laughs> yeah, if anyone's got any more, um, you know, Brit, Brit flick um, anecdotes. Although, to be fair, yeah. then, he wasn't yes, Hatchet no. Harry. He was be- it was before Hatchet Harry. He was then known as Razors from The Long Good Friday, another classic film, I've got to say. Oh, they, but, we're yeah. going full brick gangster uh, oh, all, yeah. through the age, all through the age. If anyone's got a Bob Hoskins anecdote, please feel free to. I've got, I've got one about the fourth protocol and Piers Brosnan, but I'll say that if it gets a bit oh, uh, quiet oh, late. Yeah, okay, quite late. Local, we're local, yeah. Um, Philip, we have a tough oh, October. Goosh. Eight games. Is there really, Philip? Wow. Seven league games as well, isn't that? Wow. I appreciate that. Uh, good evening to you, Nick. Um, yes, yeah, so. Uh, and then finally, one more for Paul. No more Sky matches, bleed. I, I know I, I did briefly hear them talking about it on Sky. When, was it? I sort of was doing something else and watched it, and they said it's like t- it's two one out win. Twenty-five or something. It's, it's one out thirty-six now. It's it? one in twenty-one. I know that one in twenty-one. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So basically, everyone just refused to pay your size sub- Sky exactly. subscription. Get off it. Um, Right, okay. Well, good evening. Good evening, all. Good evening, MW. Good evening to you. Um, right, so what we'll do is we'll just go for a little bit of news. There's been, there's been um, a couple of bits and pieces since um, the midweek show and since Rich and Seb um, went through things in the pre-match. Um, Elkin Bagger won his 11th full cap for mm-hmm. Indonesia as they beat uh, Curacao. Can you believe it? They've managed to cobble together 11 people to play against Indonesia. Um in the first of two friendlies, they're, they're playing in Java. <laughs> links, links, Java. It's all going on. Can't believe it? Yeah, east of Java, <laughs> Krakatoa, east of Java. Um, your favourite links? You've got a favourite links, Joe? Um, Africa, probably. Yeah, Africa. I've got to go with Africa. Really? Got to go yeah. the classic. Yeah. Well, I, there were, 
Mine was a Marine. I'm sure there was a Marine, Lynx Marine, back when I was at school. Oh, don't remember that like, one. Decommissioned, I think. I think they, it... <laughs> too popular. <laughs> too popular. <laughs> it's spraying. Cat's cat eyes were. Cat you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't work, put it that way. Um, Idris El Mazzuni scored for oh, yeah. Orient yesterday. Scored a good 25 yards out, drilled into the, the bottom Lovely corner goal. there. 1-2-0 and keeps them top of League 2 with 28 points from their first 10 games. Yeah, they're not messing so, about, are they? A half-decent start for them. Um, yeah. He's playing every he's, week, 90 minutes every week as well, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Is he is he doing enough? You know, he's doing everything needed of him, but is he doing enough to get, get, get a gig here, Joe, do you reckon? Well, the problem is we're, we're hoping we get promoted this season so that <laughs> he, all of a sudden we'll need him to show he can play in League One before he can get a role in the Championship. But it's a tough one, isn't it? Because you sort of see, like we brought Kamara in for a decent amount of money. He's not fit where El Mazzuni could he have done that role there, but then would he have developed as much by doing that? But then when he does come back, we've got Kamara in front of him as a blocker to his progress. So it's mm. just tough, this development lark, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But as I say, no, he's, if... <laughs> If he doesn't get a gig here, then you'd think he's putting himself in a decent position to get a, a league one. It's just good to see him doing well, isn't it? Good to see one of our players actually going on loan, playing regularly, and um, and and yeah, and performing really well by all accounts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Wes Burns is in tonight's Wales squad, I believe, against Poland on the bench, along with about two dozen others, um, hmm. which I think should be their easiest match in Group A4, on paper <laughs> at least. Um, they're bottom though, aren't they? I think that I don't know if they. I think if they beat Poland, they might. Start, I don't know the rules. They're bottom of the league at the moment, so maybe England will get to play them uh, next season, as it were. Um, and finally, ITFC women strolled into the next round of the National League Cup this afternoon with a seven-nil away win at QPR. Holy hell! Yeah, Abby Lafayette, uh, sponsory. Are they sponsory or sponsor? Sponsory, I suppose she is, isn't she? Of the uh, Blue Monday group um, with two of the goals. So, yeah, fair play to the ladies. They've, uh, as they strolled through to the next round of the uh, National League Cup. Um, cool. No, it's good to see because they haven't had the greatest start to the seat. I mean, I know they won sort of fairly scrappy game last week, 1 0, didn't they? But they haven't had the greatest start to the season. So, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, and especially a team the stature of Cooper. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Know anything about? I think they're a level below. I believe they're a level below. Yeah. Matt, Matt or someone will put me right, and well, Rich will certainly put me right on that. But I believe so. Hell of a hell of a result. Um, okay, so before we go into the match, one one main plug I need to do is the live show. The live show, Blue Monday Live, on the twelfth of November, after our loss to Cheltenham. <laughs> um, it's an eight pm start, so. Time for a couple of beers post-match. Um, quick spray of whichever links is your is your poison. Um, and then back to Portman Road. Um, I think all the guys there, I believe Ben may not be, but I believe everybody else is available and ready for selection. Um, tickets are available. I can't believe I'm saying this. Tickets are available from bluemondayitfc.co.uk. Um, so, yeah, please... Uh, have a look at that website. It's got, obviously got the merch and everything else on there as well. But I must say this now. I, I may as well say this now. Sue Cook has pulled out. Um, so, no, she may, not, she may not be there. But there'll be some sort of badge and, and tie uh, presentation to be made. Um, right, okay. 
I don't suppose we can um, prolong this any further. Um, this afternoon, we uh, made, well, over a thousand fans made the, made the trip down to the mm. West Country, uh, to Bay Plymouth. I'm sure some were already booked in for an overnight stay last night, so probably made a, a nice long weekend of it, regardless of which day the um, which day the game fell. But it's still a hell of a uh, a hell of a following, especially once the the game moved to be on Sky. So fair play to every single person that went down there today. Um, and I, what I shall do, if I can, is I will get the uh, teams up. So bear with me. We'll go through the. Plymouth team, first of all, uh, you can see that and that and that. There Brilliant. we are. Perfect. Um, so we've got if you, Michael Cooper in goal, back three of a name we would know, James Wilson, Dan Scar and uh, Virgil van Dyke look alike. Long Vike, long week. Um, midfield four, Joe Edwards, Matt Butcher, Adam Randell and a rather tricky Bally Mumba, uh, right wing, right wing back. Um, Danny Mayer, who we've, we were sniffing around a couple of uh, seasons ago, weren't we? And he ended up popping down to uh, Plymouth to join up with Ryan Lowe, I believe. Um, Morgan Whitaker, again, another low knee um, behind Niall Ennis. Um, anything in that Plymouth team jump out? To you, Joe, anyone that you may have thought we were we should be paying special attention of without the benefit of hindsight? Well, I was surprised they changed the keepers round. I'm sorry, changed the strikers round because Ennis had sort of been on the bench for the last year and then came back into the team. But Cooper, the keeper, is one that is very highly rated at, and he's played a lot of games and a really good keeper, as we sort of found out during the game. But yeah, well, I'm sure we'll say who impressed us during the game as we go on. Yeah, and interesting that, that they were. They were talking during the game, weren't they, about the um, the use of low knees, etc. And um, obviously, as things stand at the moment, they've got look like they've got a couple of um, couple of half half decent ones there as well. Um, okay, so moving on to the uh, the town team, I shall create some magic as well and see if I can do the same without ballsing it up. Uh, there we go. There we have it. So the Ipswich Town team was. Christian Walton, former season Plymouth season ticket holder, Christian Walton. Uh, I think it was probably a, a back four of Danassian, Wolfenden, Edmondson and Davis um, with Evans and Morsey holding and then a three of Jackson, Chaplin and Harness behind Ladapo, who was up against his one of his previous clubs. Um, so what would you make of that, Dave? Anything, I say again, without hindsight that uh, you'd have done differently? I suppose it was Jackson in for Burns was the main uh, the main talk. Yeah, would I have gone with Vincent Young? Don't know, don't don't know. But you know, overall, I thought Jackson had a, and we'll get to that, had a had a half decent game. So, yeah, um, obviously Burns Burns out, but we knew that. Um, obviously, we, we lost. Um, we lost Lee for a while now, and obviously Burgess. We all saw his, I think, his Twitter X-ray mm. of his face, which just looked horrific, didn't it? Goodness me! I mean, I think he's had fairly reconstructive surgery there, so he's going to be out for a while. So yeah, I'd, I'd pretty much have gone with that, I guess. The only question would have said, "Well, I've got Vincent Young in there somewhere, maybe in place of Jackson, and then shunted it about elsewhere." But no, in hindsight, that was probably yeah, that was fair enough. 
It, it does feel more like it, it is a back four now. It I know does, it yeah. keeps getting shown to three as a back four now, and no, Vincent four. Young is more Danassian's backup, isn't he, rather than Burns's. Burns is, Burns is a is. winger, and do you, do you think that he was Vincent Young probably um, was being uh, hampered, I suppose, punished, if you like, for being versatile and therefore potentially being brought on for Davis? Should yeah, Davis, poss- poss- um, yeah, absolutely, possibly. Now, now we've lost Lee. Yeah, he might be right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I suppose that that's one uh, bit of news I didn't um, didn't mention. Actually, was that poor old Greg Lee, mm. um, unbeknownst to everyone, really, and you know, out of out of nothing. Um, you know, you were there last week, Dave. Do you remember? Yeah, he did. He picked up. He did. Yeah, he did pick. He, he got some sort of lengthy injury. Not really. I suppose he was down for a couple of minutes and got treated and finished the game. From what I remember, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, he came on as subs. I think pretty sure he finished the game. He did. Um, I didn't. But I must admit, it was quite near the end. I think, and I didn't see him. Seem can't recall any involvement he had in the game after that, but yeah, he's got a compressed fracture, which is a you know, uh, a nasty injury. And I think, yeah, that's going to be, I think they've already said that's a six week job as well, isn't it? I believe at least well, he's going to be in a brace, isn't he? Yeah. For six weeks, a brace for six weeks. So, so that's that's Christmas, isn't 10, it? Yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's Christmas, yeah, 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 which is really unfortunate because I've been really, Good really play. impressed, great really impressed with him. He's, yeah, you know, whenever he's started or you know, he's certainly made a difference when he's come on in games which is you know, yeah at least at least you can ask him and say he's done everything he needed to poor guy and um yeah he's missed out okay so let's move on to the match so um we started off i suppose it was, obviously it was just a, a bit of to and fro really for the first five or so um wolfie had that uh kung fu style attempt in a volley in the in the first five or so minutes um, and then we sort of just started to grow into the game. Um, Jackson beat Mumba and got a cross in, not for the first time this afternoon, got a cross in to, to no one in particular. Um, he didn't seem to follow the, the mantra of getting it, pulling it back to the penalty spot, did he? I think there was there were a couple of times there was a couple of people there. I think he was struggling to keep up with the ball there, wasn't he? I think. I think that's yeah. I think he was he just was there. getting there, and he'd done really well to get there, but he didn't. No. He didn't really have a chance to look up, did he? I think it was just I he was just having to keep the ball, and I thought Ladapo maybe could have just made that dart at the goal. He's put the ball in a good area with pace. Yeah, you have to. You know, then he. I say any centre forward worth his salt was going to bloody bust their gut to get there, but yeah. And the same with them. I mean, they had two or two or three exactly the same with the ball just flashed across the six yard box and just no one wanting to get there. You know, you've got to, yeah. as a forward, you surely just got to bust a gut to get in there. Yeah. And I suppose by virtue of it being Jackson, you've got to be pretty quick to be Well, in the there box. is that there is that. It was a great bit of play from him, really. Yeah. You know, he pretty much was second favourite. I think it was Mumba who's no slouch as we found yeah. out. But yeah, it's a really good bit of play from him. Um and yeah, could you as Joe said, I don't think you criticise too much the final ball. He did everything pretty much right. He's really coming to his own, isn't he, last couple of weeks? Mm. He's you know, showed, shown both his versatility. Because last week he was playing left wing, this week he's playing he's playing right. Um, but I suppose if you've got raw pace as being your your main um, your main advantage, then yeah, you're gonna you're gonna create problems um, mm. regardless, aren't you? So yeah, fair play to him. He's he's coming. He's he's done well. Um, Ladapo on twelve. Ladapo had a header from a corner which went straight at Cooper. Good chance. Good chance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, free free header, wasn't yeah. it? Um, yeah. Walton was quick off his line a little bit after Wolfie sort of dillied and dallied, and certain guy nipped in, didn't he, between and, and got a shot off, which Wolf, uh, which Walton was, I say, quick off his line to smother. Um, and then Ladapo's fed through one on one 
Um, Cooper comes off his line pretty quickly to to get to that. But then it's it's something um, that you've mentioned previously, Joe, is that just that clinicalness is that a word I'm going to, I'm going to say it is now in tight in tight games like this I, you know, I appreciate this probably wasn't a glaring error but it was you know, a good save. These... I think that was a good save he comes out really quickly there and he's he, yeah, he can only just, just a... yeah he, he couldn't really he was out so quickly it wasn't as if he could lift it over him because he was out on top of him it was a good bit of goalkeeping I thought you know he did everything right he got his you know got the left foot shot away but and if you look at it he just blocks it with his arm doesn't he so it's quite a good save he's, he's a bit unlucky there Ladapo to be fair yeah. Um Plymouth started to get back into it. Um, as you say, Day, I think Randall it was fires across the six yard box. Um Whitaker, not for the first time, has a long range shot which is palmed away by uh Walton. Um Harness is then booked on twenty um for the second time in two weeks. He had a poor touch and then went went lunging in. Yeah, a few um, of those terrible touches today, wasn't there? Terrible start to the game. He did. My goodness yeah, he me. did. He was very quiet for the first, well, well just long it's one of those, um, just it's one of those games where I sort of mentioned on previous pods about how when you play Chaplin and Harness, they're both trying to make stuff happen all the time. When they're not quite on it, you lose it. I think maybe today was a day where maybe a Sonny Aluko, if you could get him in there, someone just mm. a bit more composed on the ball that could help us yeah. carry the ball up there, like what when we had Bursant Selina do it last year. But I just think we just needed someone with a little bit more composure on the ball and a little bit more willing to maybe take a step back rather than look to just go forward all the time and be too attacking. And it, we just didn't retain the ball well enough because of that at times. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on 22, Sam Morsey is booked for what looked on replay quite a nasty little tackle of a var red card do you think dave yeah, he, he gets I mean, two, with... in two years time when we're in the premier league he's oh, gonna get he's caught gone. up for that isn't yeah, he? yeah he, he gets away with one there doesn't he yeah that's a nasty one yeah he leaves, he's over he's over the ball he's, yeah. yeah leaves his foot in it doesn't stamp through which i think probably just saves him, just saves sort of... him I think it's yeah. one of those ones which you'd probably put as an orange card. I think you can justify it being a yellow, but if that's a red, I don't think you could p- put much argument there. I think yellow probably just about right, but if it was red, I'd, we couldn't have complained, could we? No. no. You think, I, I just don't think he went for the ball at all. On the, on the replay where you looked, yeah, he's over from, the ball. He's over looked the ball. at him, yeah, he's looking at the ball, and all of a sudden, he's not yeah, looking he's... at the ball. <laughs> yeah. As, as um, Don Goodman said, it's one of those borderline ones. That's what... Uh, was what Don said. Yeah, um, good Don. And this is when Mumba starts creating a, a few problems, I think, down the uh, down the left, doesn't he? There's, there's a period, uh, five or ten minutes, where he's getting in behind um, Jackson and having a, a bit of a, a bit acres of space, really, behind he Jackson. Played some, and, no, he played some good football, didn't he? He opened us up a couple of times, to be fair. And it was, you know, I don't think it was our bad play. It was some good football by them. And, um, yeah, Walton makes a the first one you're talking about makes a really good well, it's a poor poor attempt actually he tries to yeah. open himself up, doesn't he? And Walton makes a half decent save, but yeah, they were they were playing some good stuff. I think it yeah. was just one of those games where both teams were better attacking than they were defensively, and <laughs> both put some nice bits of movement together, yeah. and we left ourselves a bit open by pushing Jackson up and leaving that space behind him, which gave Mumba the space, but on the flip side, it gave us the space going the other way. So it was almost a little bit like well we think that we're going to score before you, so we're going to try and play it this way. And well, so we and did it again, a, but then... I don't think they're overplaying it on the commentary. It was a good game of football, wasn't it, for the neutral? If you're a neutral watching that, okay, as it turns out, spoiler alert, but, you know, as a neutral, you'd thought it was a good game of football. And then they said it was a good advert. You know, that, that's a, probably a 
championship standard at times, wasn't it? It was a lovely football, but from both sides. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I was, I was impressed by. Uh, mm. um, on thirty-two, um, Mumba returned the favour, not on Morsey, but he hit a, a very similar type challenge, um, although a little bit lower down the leg on um, Danassian, which he. That's a really nasty receive. tackle. That was. Didn't receive a yellow for, did he? Didn't Just even get a yellow for that. Didn't get anything. No. The ball was long gone as well, wasn't it? There was no... Like, it wasn't just late. It was so late. Like, I, I think that was the worst tackle the Morsey's one, personally. And he just... I don't know. The ball, the ball is just gone and he just carries on. There's no need to keep going there. And yeah, it was a nail. Know, looking nailed straight at it. Yeah, nailed on yellow, that one. Yeah. Well, not in this referee's uh, eyes. Um... 37, we have a quick break down the left. Davis um, pulls it back for Ladapo, can't quite get his feet right. He, he lays it back to Morsey, who shoots the goal. And Cooper's more of a bit of a TV save, I think. Um, it's relatively straightforward for Cooper. However, one minute later, there's a tackle on the halfway line, Joe. Yeah, it's, it's sort of one of those ones. For all the good football that had been played and teams sort of breaking each breaking each other down and sort of there, it just came from sort of a real lax bit of play from Plymouth that they sort of got the ball off us and then they just sort of were dilly-dallying in the middle and just went there. The ball broke to Morsey and he just sort of half tackles, half stabs it through. And not for the first time, Mumba is too deep, just not not awake and playing everyone on side. He did that for the Ladapo chance earlier that we spoke about and for this one. Ladapo's through and... It's not as it's not a particularly easy chance, but he sort of takes it away from goal and takes a shot. The defender slides in, blocks it, and then you see a few people in the crowd clapping. And then as he sort of blocks yeah, it, it goes back onto Ladapo's leg and then just loops over the keeper. And it was even watching it, it's hard until this the net went, it was hard to tell where that was going, wasn't it? And I say I think Ladapo earned his earned his good fortune there because yeah. he was getting in the right positions, making the right runs and and pushing and pushing and yeah, deserved the goal and I think at the time, it, I, don't, I don't think it was against a run of play. I think it was just a case of whoever's going to take their chance first because it was quite an open end-to-end game at that point and we got it and looked like we'd probably go on from there. It was it was yeah. quite strange because it was pretty much identical. The, the whole sort of makeup of the goal was quite identical. Okay, you didn't have Ed to um, Jackson's last week, how the ball almost deflected perfectly and became a perfect pass to the front player. Yeah. Well, I'd say that was on... 38, I think we had a shot. Actually, Jackson, again, he, it was good moving, wasn't there? Um, he sort of ran a, along the line and darted, darted towards goal and was fed through from Chaplin. Um, had a shot after that. And then that's your lot for the first half, really. So uh, as Joe sort of alludes to there, it was, it was pretty even first half. Um, but, you know, your thoughts in general, Dave, on, on the first half and what needs to be done in the in the second? Not a lot, really. I think we we finished the half after the goal pretty much in the ascendancy and just looking as we were last week, I think. Um, as we finished the first half last week, although we scored obviously a lot earlier last week, um, just comfortable, really. After that, I can't, rem- I can't recall after our goal. I certainly can't recall them having any attempts or really having much possession of the ball at all after we scored. And we were just quite comfortable. And yeah, you think, OK, let's carry it, carry it on from there. And I have to say, start the second half, we did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but I think again early in the second half, there's another one of Jackson's crosses. He, he gets um, gets free and fires it across again into the into the six yard box. But there's uh, there's no one following it in. Um, and shortly after, where Whitaker has that little drag back and spin and shot, um, great bit of skill. 
Yeah, yeah. Burkamp, looked... That was Burkamp turn against Newcastle. That's a hell of a bit of skill. The spin, yeah. how he spins round himself, superb. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's there starts to be a few decisions which don't go the home team's way, which starts <laughs> to rile the crowd a little bit, and the crowd start getting a little bit agitated, and not at their own team, but it starts to just get a bit of an atmosphere going. I think um, very similar to week. The last week, yeah, exactly. Maybe not on the same scale, but um, <laughs> no, certainly got the uh, the home crowd going. Yeah. Um, Fifty-eight, we make two subs, and these you know, may be quite um, crucial. We'll talk about that in, in a bit. Um, but we bring on John Jules for Harness, as you say, Dave had a pretty quiet game, yeah. um, all in all. Um, and Vincent Young comes on for Ladapo quite early i would suggest 58 minutes um joe do you see the reasonings behind the the changes or you know, were they, you know to my mind they're just a little certainly the ladapa one was a bit a bit too soon maybe a bit preemptive but... yeah I, I could see why we wanted to make the change i think it was because I, I, at this point i thought we were pretty on top and i thought we were yeah sort of really starting to dominate the game and it's just like well why risk having sort of mumba free because jackson as as willing as he is defensively trying he doesn't he sometimes misses doesn't track his runs and mumba was dangerous so let's stick kvy on him and slow him down there and if you do that i don't know i, I think the dapo was was playing well enough and against an old side he'd already scored i think he was sort of had the bit between his teeth as well so i'd have probably kept him on but i can see why he wanted to keep jackson on for that pace on the break and for the first 10 minutes until i know it's obvious but until they scored i thought we they were starting to look really really ragged at that point i thought they were they were we were getting in control of the game john jules had a decent chance or was that was that before harness had that one where we sort of went in there and i thought i thought we were really um we were really starting to get on top of the game and at sort of one nil after the subs, I don't think the subs changed the game. I think it was the goal that changed the game, the one that made so, it one one. I thought we were, I thought we were getting on top, and that if there was going to be a second goal, we were going to score it. It was, it was their subs that again, it was their sub that changed the game. Putting the lump, the lump up front had wasn't was an effect because it just dragged defenders with him, didn't he? And, and gave that bit of space to to ultimately to Whitaker, I think. We were, and we were getting dragged around in the midfield, the midfield too. Morsey, when he's yeah, in the bookings, was struggling. I thought Evans had a really poor game out there today. I thought his his tackling was poor. He was, yeah, I say, we not going too hard on him. Just off the pace. He was just off, off the, the pace. pace. Yeah. You know, didn't, no second ball. And it didn't win. That's what we didn't do well today. We didn't win those second balls cleanly, did we? Where we have been. We just didn't. We just seen, not a yard off it, but just not quite. I mean, maybe it's just sharp, but just not quite up for it. Yeah. Yeah, as you say, Dave, it was on 60 Minutes that Cosgrove came on up Christ. front and just seemed to unit. occupy unit. Yeah. two of our centre-arse, didn't he, at yeah. anyone, uh, anyone time. Um, and it was only eight minutes after that. But um, there was there was talk of a foul on the edge of our box, oh, but I'm not entirely poor. sure it was, Dave. Poor, isn't it? And the ball goes to... The, I mean, the ball goes right side, isn't it? And I think it is Whitaker, isn't it? Who's first... Again, we're a bit unlucky there because his first cross gets blocked and nine times out of ten, that goes out for a corner, but he spins back to him and he um he picks it up. And Donassian gets a good header back post, really good header, sort of gets it up and sort of way to the edge of the box. And he's poor by Chaplin. He really, he's got to deal with that. He's got to be strong. You can't, you can't look to buy a foul. If that's what he's trying yeah. there, you cannot look to buy a foul 
on the edge of your box like that because you're just risking it. And again, we get a bit unlucky because he tries to buy the foul. It's a, it's a coming together. And look, it's one of those, yeah, you've seen them given, but you can't risk it. And again, we're unlucky. The ball just drops, doesn't it? The ball sort of comes down. I think is, is he... I think it might be Scary Challenges. I'm not sure who it is. It might be Wilson. I can't. I can't recall. But the ball again. If you see the ball, then drops and just hits Chaplin as he's on the ground. It just falls perfectly for for um, Mumba. To be fair, he's still got a lot to do. Drops his shoulder, goes inside, and again, Walton's such a good keeper. You just can't see him being beaten. But the, the, again, well get to the second goal just right in the corner it's just a great strike isn't it and you know even Walton just well, he's, he's going the right way he just can't get back it's a good finish because he hits it early as well does he gets it out of his feet and hits it early but shades of bad luck but Chaplin's just you, you can't you just can't risk that not I there. think the problem is Chaplin can't compete in the air can he no so, he can't so all he all he's trying to do is put, put himself in the way of the in the way of the guy draw the foul which he he is pushed over if like a, a lot of times, you get given that you you'll you get do, given that yeah. free kick, don't you? you? There's often soft free kicks given there, and I think, like I say, I think Jackson just is. Sorry, Chaplin is just one of those that he's the the best he could do there was probably win us a free kick because he's just not able physically to get up there and compete, and it, it and it is unlucky it hits him, goes straight to Mumba, but like I say, Mumba's still got a lot to do, doesn't but he? Stands he? There. If he stands there, if he doesn't try and back in there, if he just stands there and tries to make the challenge, the ball's going to break, the ball's, well, I, don't know, I think nine times out of ten, perhaps we clear that ball, but mm. again, does Evans and Moores, is Evans a bit slow to react? Then he does hit it early, Mumba, but again, is Evans a little bit slow and Moorsy? Again, we don't really, I think McKenna referred to that in his post-match, didn't he, that perhaps we didn't really close down the, first, the you know the second ball there, but it's a great finish because you just can't see. I mean, Walton is so good. You just can't see him being beaten, but right in the corner, absolute peach and swerving away from him as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's I, on loan from Norwich. Whoop. Yeah. He did look good. He looked lively, didn't he? He, looked very he did look lively. But, but up, funny enough, up till then, second half, he really, I thought we'd cope with him really well. We hadn't really done much at all, had he? And he, and he caused them problems defensively because he just did oh, not yeah, no, play the line. He just did not play the line. No, he, and he let Jackson go behind him. And when he did go back, he was, he then just played everyone on side. Both Ladapo's chances that yeah. were from him just sitting deep and being asleep. Yeah. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. 
If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Yeah. Um, right, time for a quick game. I'm going to give you the definition of a word, and you've got to tell me what that word is, right? So I looked it up earlier. The strength or force gained by motion or by a series of events. What is that word? Momentum. Joe Fares. Joe Fares. Momentum. Physics. Yes. Her tails were up, weren't they? Yeah. And I, and I think this is where midfield was. We, we were getting overrun at this point, and... I've, I've, like I say, I've only watched this once back and I haven't and I haven't um, read the report, so I'm a little bit unsure on the order of things happening. But Ed, they sort of break away and Edmondson has to take the take the yellow card, doesn't he, for yeah. bringing them down. Mm, but just a bit then, before their goal, I think. But Evans got booked pretty much straight after their goal. Yeah, and, and like I say, the goal, it's Whitaker who'd probably, in the second half, got a lot of room, looked a class act, didn't he? Left foot, beautiful left foot, and gets it onto that, hits it and... Who's he, I've missed this. Who's he on loan from? Swansea. I think. Swansea. I can't Swansea believe he can't improve the Swansea team. When he's, I can't when he's either. <laughs> yeah, but again, but even so, that's a, it's a mistake from Edmonds. Oh, it's a shocker, man. Oh god. Like, I wonder. Like, I'm, I'm not making excuses, but oh. did anyone else think the kit clash today was really hard to decipher? Yeah, that it blue, was. That blue versus green, and yeah. I don't know. There, there will have been colourblind players out there on that pitch, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not saying for the goal and Edmondson is or anything, but when you when you read the, um, there's an article in the Athletic, and Matt Holland basically says, Matt Go Holland on. says on his article, like on his debut for Charlton, he just could not tell the difference between the shirts. They were so similar, and he had an absolute shock because they were playing in red, and he's like red green. And something like one in ten men are. <laughs> But I, there, there would have been some players out there affected by that today. I'm not saying Edmondson because that was just a lazy pass. But because oh. I, 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 I thought at times both teams were a bit sloppy at the start, passing wise. And I wonder if that was an issue because that was such. The problem is green clashes with everything, and our away kit isn't isn't very good in that it's dark as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's not light, is it? Yeah, no, it's not. Mm. You may be onto something there. Maybe onto something. Sounds like just, sounds like a bit of something. Alex Ferguson, Alex Ferguson away. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, 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 I'm sure, sure they I'm had, but, I'm, but I mean, I'm sure they had players as well yeah. who were who would have struggled with that as well because both teams I thought were a little bit sloppy at the start. But it was really, re- especially in the sun in the first half, it was really hard to tell the difference between them. I don't know how it was. If anyone was on the who was at the game, I wonder what they thought about it. But on the telly, I struggled yeah, with it. I think people did say on the Telegram. I'm sure one or two people said on our Telegram group about that, but. Oh, it's a suicide. suicidal, but it's a horrible little pass from Edmondson. He's just trying to be cute there, and you can't. You can't. Well, I don't know. You know, you know, nine. You know, nine times out of ten, I know. Pass comes off. Morsey gets gets it first, knocks it off first time. Nice bit of play, but looks bad, doesn't it? Looks really bad. And the typical is Whitaker that nicks it as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it takes a little. Nick doesn't. But it again, the finish yeah. right in again. Walton again, right in the. I mean, right in the corner, isn't it? Yeah, you know, the net, the corner of the net, but it doesn't hit the back of the net. It's a side netting again, like the like the first one. It's absolutely perfect. Perhaps a yeah. slight deflection. Do we think off Evans? I think probably. Yeah. But a great yeah. strike. Yeah, Joe's right. Lovely left foot. He looked a really nice player that week. Yeah. Um. So we made a change on well, two changes. I think it was on seventy nine. Edwards comes on for Davis. Vincent Young goes to left back um, with Edwards ahead of him. Hadmi comes on for Chaplin and takes the ball square in the chops 
um, within a few minutes of being on the pitch. And that was pretty much all he did, to be fair to the to, fair to the guy. Um, Edwards. It was a lot reasonably lively. For the, had, two yeah. of had a good run. And... Yeah, he jinked inside, didn't he, late on and had a shot. Yeah, Jackson bad, had a shot, then quite a. Actually, oh, yeah. levered it, wow. didn't he? Um, into the side netting. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then we get so to the Jules 90th. had a chance, didn't he? Yeah, 95th minute. <laughs> Piling on the pressure and the the comment. Oh, here comes Walton, and the commentator starts saying, "Oh, and he held a season ticket home park. Oh, here he comes up for the corner. What a header, Dave! Oh, fantastic header! Absolutely copy. You know, stretches, gets his neck muscles bang, and oh god, it's. I've seen a still, I think, on Twitter. Where I don't know if I don't know if it's been doctored, but the ball looks in actually. If you look at it, but I mean, I mean, it's a hell of a save. I think he gets a, some of a hand to it, doesn't he? He's he sort right. of scoops it up onto the bar, doesn't he? He does. It's virtually in the old postage stamp. It was a bloody brilliant header and just sums up, sums it up, doesn't he? And it kind of falls for John Jules, a bit of an angle. He tries to get on top of it and a good defending. Someone gets a block on and just sums it up, really, doesn't it? Not our day. No, no, unfortunately not. It wasn't. Um, I'll just quickly get the uh, stats up from the game. If Again, if I can... Work out how to do it. There we go. I'll just make those little bit bigger. So, yeah, um, pretty even in terms of possession. 51 to us, 49 Plymouth. We had more shots on target. Um, they had, uh, where's the shots outside the area? Down the bottom. Yeah, five shots outside the area, two of which nestled in, as you say, Dave, right in the corner of Christian <laughs> Warren. Onion bag. Say, right you look at it, you, you go away from home and you have 15 shots inside the box and and you lose the game. Right. Sometimes that just happens. I think if if that Walton header had gone at the end, I don't think Plymouth fans, no. obviously they'd been gutted, but I don't think they could argue that we weren't good value for a point. Well, but They'd have been doubly gutted because they did exactly the same thing last week against Pompey, didn't they? But 96 yeah. minutes it was, um, went against them, didn't it? Two good sides going at it, yeah, creating chances, playing good football, and we just came out the wrong side of it for me. And Plymouth at home, got a brilliant record at home. You can see why. Yeah. It's just just one of those days, wasn't it? It was one where I, I didn't come away. Obviously, I was gutted about the result, but I came away thinking, well, yeah, we've gone toe to toe with a really good, a really good side at their place. Probably on should have come away with something on another day. Would have come away with something, but just wasn't to be. I think it's raised a couple of concerns. I, th- I think there's there's a couple of issues in there which we'll probably go on to when we get through the questions. But we'll see. Yeah. I, I say I, I hope people don't read too much into it. No, well, we fall to our first defeat of the season after 10 matches, which, you know, in the, as you say, Joe, in the whole scheme of things, um, you know, nothing to be sniffed at, but it just still a little bit raw, isn't it, on the on the same day of the match. We're level on Pompey with, obviously, they've played a game fewer. Um, post-match, Kieran McKenna, um, he sort of majored on the being clinical when, when ahead, really, um, mm. not putting the game to bed. Um he said, I thought in the second half we had it under control and had a big threat. But if you don't go and get the goal, there's always a chance that one could go in the other end. He mentions the word momentum a few times um, and then does actually refer to the first goal against us being a turnover from us um, in terms of the uh, the pass. Um, it, wasn't, it, was, it was the second goal, wasn't it? it was the pass. I think the difference... Um, 
last year compared to this year is that when we won it up, we are still trying to score goals and we are still having chances at one nil up. And, and we looked the better side at one nil up as well, wasn't it? Where last year it felt like we went one nil up and we just would sort of sit back and get caught. Where I don't, I don't think that's we, the case this year. We just, like say, yeah, we, just we, we just missed our chance. We 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 created more, but we just missed those. And we looked the better. We still look the better side, pretty much right up to their goal, didn't we? Right up to mm. the first goal, they really hadn't done much at all. Second half, yeah, yeah. But it is it is momentum, isn't it? And, and yeah, I say McKenna does. He references it. He says that we've spoken about how we manage those momentum swings, but it's something that we can improve on on the grass. And it's I say you were there last week, Dave. It's uh, two weeks on the trot. That yeah, it was it, it was different last week. Last week, I mean, you said I don't think you can underestimate just how how much the crowd and everything just turned last week you know we scored that i'm mean, not talking about last week's game we scored the second goal the game's delayed for five minutes you know we can't kick off because they're considering almost the refs considering banning the game because the officials are getting well one's getting pelted with objects for christ's sake so that that was a turning point last week last week today joe's right it was two good teams going toe-to-toe good football and yeah the bottom line is, as you said, you just got to put that game away 2-0 and i think 2-0 strangely 2-0 Today, I think that the game would have been over. And I think that's where that's where you miss the Sonny Luca, doesn't it? Someone who can composure slow the game down, sort of tick, tick it over at their pace rather than the opposition's pace. Do you think, I, I think we'd lost was, was there a, at that point. You know, was there a call at some point there to perhaps give Evans the hook and bring on Don Ball then? Yeah, for me, definitely. Yeah. I thought Evans was really reckless at times. I thought the um, first, the first half, I think he should have had been booked, and it really frustrated yeah, me that second that the booking he did actually pick up because it was so late, so needless, mm. and then two, three minutes later, he has to pull out of a tackle because because they're, they're on the attack, and he and he's just picked up a stupid yellow card for no reason. And in these games, like when you when you look at our average possession this season, it's like sixty one percent. When you look at the last two games, it's been around the 50 mark. Then in those games where we're not on the ball a lot, he, he doesn't he doesn't contribute enough for me. He's not mobile enough in that midfield to get around there. And I think we yeah, need to was, get Don Ball on there. I, I think so. Close it up. He was better last week. He was better last week than than, than today. But um, yeah, I, I was a bit surprised that we didn't and, see and, and it's not trying to be point. too critical of him because I think he's been one of our best players this oh, season. He's been excellent. I thought he's been excellent. But mm. I just think in these games where we're not going to dominate the ball... He's a ball player, not a not a defender, and he's not someone that wins the ball back well. He's a ball player, and when we're when we're fifty fifty on possession rather than sixty forty, I think you need someone different in there. A very few set plays today. I mean, I can't remember us having a free kick in their half. I don't think did we? Really Davis cool. Davis swung one in, didn't he? In the in the first oh, he did. half, yeah, he did. First half, standing everyone. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He did. Not much at all in other the than that. Not really, second. but. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if it is a little bit, that's a major shake-up, perhaps a little bit of a shake-up Saturday, and we will see. Yeah, Don Ball. yeah. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. In a, yeah, yeah. I'm a sure that'll actually. be. I'm sure um, that'll come up. Let's get get through some uh, comments. They say people have been firing, and thank you very, very much, everyone, for sticking the comments in. I'm going to plough back through, um, but I know uh, there's been something going on here. David is yet again spending his children's inheritance on a God, idiot and Ipswich Town. Uh, podcast um he's donated 20 euros thank you very much david it really isn't uh isn't necessary but thank you very much for your support um as ever hope you're okay um neil has said here jackson was pretty decent today putting some lovely Three. balls but nobody gambled yeah you're actually right i so say he's been he's been good for a for a couple of games and it's almost becoming a um 
nailed on Star Trek. It's like a chess piece, isn't he? It's like you play him in the in the position where you think you're going to get him behind, and that's what McKenna does. He just almost it's almost like he doesn't have a position. It's just like I'm just going to play you where I think you're going to get in more target one of their weaknesses, whether it's a slower back line like he tried at Accrington, whether it's a left back who just likes to play as a left winger and has got all the space behind him. And he's pretty yeah. good down both sides, you know. So you know today and and last week as well. I mean, Sheffield a couple of left foot crosses he put in. He's he's quite effective left or right. Yeah. Um, good morning, Michael from Brisbane, who just thought Plymouth were better than us on the day. Um, I certainly think they um, became you know, better. I so said we talked about momentum. I think the second half of the second half they were yeah, they made 20. they last made 20. the most of of when they were were uh, were on top. Um, Rob believes that Chaplin was fouled before their first goal. Um, as you say, you know, as Joe said, you have you have seen them given, but to my eyes, he was actually. I don't think there's any. I think if the ref blows and gives a free kick, though, I don't think there's much of a grumble from their players. No, it's more it's more yeah. a frustration at the scar, whoever it was, for but for pushing something that was so obviously yeah. bought off him, wasn't it? I think that'd be, but. Yeah. It's what it is. Well, I think what, what we're getting in the comments, and I'll, I'll fire a few of them up, is that just people were just off off their game. There was a few people just off their game today, unfortunately. Um, here, Les or Lay Blues, um, Harness was pretty ineffective today. Um, Neil said here, Evans was very poor, Morsey fairly quiet after the, uh, after the early booking. And as Andrew says here, Edmondson is an interesting one. He's lacking a bit of form and confidence, Dave. You know, you you sort of alluded to there. Next week, do you do you see any changes being made? Maybe in that central defensive area. It'd be a big call to bring in Kier, I think a big call. I mean, I don't think Edmondson was bad today. He wasn't bad last last week either. You know, just a lapse of just one sort of lapse and a, and a bad pass in a bad area, wasn't it? Other than that, I thought he was pretty. He was pretty strong. Pretty strong all the way through. I mean, as as we said, when they brought that Cosgrove on, he, he was a he really was a handful, wasn't he? Well, not that he landed on the ball much, but he just, you know, he just occupied occupied defenders, didn't he? So it's always a challenge. But I don't think it was a lot wrong with him today, really. Again, I, I would Burgess be playing ahead of him now? I know Joe. I know Joe always thinks he, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't be, but I thought Burgess was playing really well, and for me, he does give that nice. Right foot, left foot balance. I do like to see a left footed. If you're going to play a left, uh, you know, play a left side there, a left footed player there. But obviously he's out. And yeah. he's, he's not available. In, in fairness to Burgess, I would I would sort of come back a little bit from my opinion on it that <laughs> he has been better than Edmondson in, in probably the last month yeah. or so, and yeah. he's he can count himself very unlucky to get that injury because I, he was starting to cement himself in the team there, but. Edmondson's a more than good enough defender for this level. We've we've seen it. He in should there. be Joe. Yeah, I, I thought he. Yeah. I, I thought he did okay. Yeah, but we'll, we'll see. He hasn't quite reached the, the. You know, he was at such a level level last season. Christ, I remember seeing it at Sunderland. He was like nutmegging forwards and everything. It all was going on. He's so composed, so good. Bad injury, yeah. Didn't he? Still, you know, it, you know, towards he missed the last what. Six weeks, two months. I can't recall two yeah. months that he missed. Yeah. So pretty big injury. I know the pre-season, but I still, yeah, he's just not quite there, is he? Not quite. But look, we've seen Wolfenden give passes like balls like that away this season, and just hadn't been punished. Just one of those things. I, I guess the the question is, if we've signed Richard Keogh, who played thirty odd games on top of the <laughs> four hundred previous Championship games that he's played, and played thirty last season, at what if? on the back of two games where we've dropped 
sort of a two goal lead and then a one goal lead with turn at what point are you going to bring him in the team or is he purely here as just a backup um, and more importantly, I don't see Edmondson and or Wolfenden as, as great talkers. Do you? I might, I might be wrong there. You might you, you might see it different. Edmondson's to me, right? noisy. I but think is so. he? Is he okay? But you'd think someone like Keo just thinking, you know, harping back twenty odd years to our last promotion. Um, you know, the effect that Mowbray had on the team. Someone coming into the team there, you know, with that experience. You know, it might well, might well be. But will he come in Saturday? I don't know. I don't know. A question here from Dan, um, which sort of relates to my Graham Hick reference at the at the very <laughs> beginning of the show. Um, he says, we have played four of the current top six and haven't won any. Why can't we beat the teams around us? And that's, say, are we a flat track bully? You know, can we look like, you know, the best thing since sliced bread against Bristol Rovers at home, who subsequent to that haven't really tore up many trees, I don't think, um, after we beat them. Um, but, you know, say, come unstuck against the teams that are in and around us, to coin a phrase. I suppose we'll find out even more next week. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I'm not too worried about it at the moment because I think that Barnsley, we were much better than them. We should have won. But for that terrible referee in the season, we beat them. Today is a game that could have gone either way. It was away from home as well. Last week against Sheffield Wednesday, we, I know it sort of plays into narrative, but we've gone there. We've gone 2-0 up against them. I don't know who else is in the top six. Bolton probably were. That was so long ago now, wasn't it? It's... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Do, well, you don't need. You don't need, if you if you take care of your business. You don't need to beat all those teams in the top six, especially yeah, just away take from some home. points. Take the odd point off them. You're right, Joe. I'd I say think. we're still second in the league. We've we've lost one game out of ten. We're still getting more than two points per game. I'm like, so you, a win he's on. Gotta, he's got to keep a, going. A win this Saturday, and every everybody will be up again, won't they? Yeah, but it, but does it make Saturday not necessarily yeah. a must win? But it certainly makes it a must not lose, doesn't it? Yeah, it does oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you do want you do want to get this monkey off your back because, as Romeo says here, he says that we lack something in our mentality. Fans and players get twitchy. Um, so uh, fans so do. I'm not easily. sure about the play- players. We've got we've got characters in there now. You know the likes of Morsey and characters like that. That you know, should be mentally tough enough to see that through. I I don't think that's yeah. the case. Certainly, but, fans get twitchy. I know that. But they haven't done twice in the last two weeks. Though, it last in the last week, Dave. That's the thing. It's, it's getting well, seeing out that game. It's standing up to the crowd and the momentum and you know, putting a yeah, well, last stopping that tide. I suppose, isn't it? Oh, Dave's frozen. We'll keep him like keep that. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you just, I say, you just don't know, do you? When, when you yeah. ultimately, we've had our we've had our two probably toughest games of the season in back to back weeks here, haven't we? And yeah. and like I say, for the for the. Plymouth game as well. Being on a Sunday doesn't help anything, having to travel down there. It throws all your plans. Half 12 kickoff as well when you've had, probably had seven hours on the coach Saturday afternoon. It's, it's not it's not ideal preparation, but like I said, these are the things you've got to get over. But there's not there's not many there's not many teams that are going to go down to home park and win. And probably part of the reason for that is the location of it. But the then geography. Plymouth yeah. struggle when they, they're better at home than they are away because they have to travel. Oh, yeah. So it all evens itself out, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, well, as you know, Rob says here, and I'm going to flick onto another one as well. Frustrating when Morsey gets himself booked early on, takes away some of his tenacity for the rest of the match, especially as the ref was looking card happy towards us. He certainly booked a lot more of our players than he did uh, did the opposition. Um, we've got David, sorry, David here, a Plymouth, a Plymouth um, fan. Cracking game, lads. I think Morsey should have walked. The other controversial cards were yellows, including Mumba's challenge that went unpunished. Can't, couldn't believe your subs sucked the life out of you. So that's coming from a, 
an opposition fan. Thank you for joining us, David. Very, uh, very kind of you to pop along. Um, Romeo here is saying that uh, sort of for a similar, along similar lines to David's point there in terms of taking Ladapo off early and potentially changing the, uh, the momentum of the game. I guess um, there's there factors we don't know about in that he played 90 minutes on Tuesday and after 60 minutes he might not, he might have been struggling, they might have wanted to keep him fit and because I don't want to sort of talk, but like Ahadmi coming on, I think he shows the difference in quality between Ladapo and Ahadmi. I know he only got 10 minutes at the end but that is a big downgrade when Ladapo goes off so we do yeah. need to wrap him up in cotton wool to an extent in reality, and the point there, is, from Andres, he, was, it, was it a mistake to let James Norwood go? Three goals <laughs> to the last four. And I think it, the problem is it's not just on the pitch, is it? It's with James Norwood. It's the whole it's package with it. him. Yeah. But on the pitch, James Norwood is a better option than Gassan had me, and 100% for me. Yeah. I say David's saying here, Ladapa going off was good, yeah. good for Ladapa them. Was, he was a lot better. His goal aside, I thought he was a lot better today. His hold-up play was a lot better. He's actually winning some balls in the air as well today as well. And he, he just lost that. And Joe's probably right. He did play 90 minutes on during the week, didn't he? Um, and I think, I just feel we just lost that focal point of the attack, didn't we? We just lost that out that out ball, I guess you'd, you'd call it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't so and I think that I think that's a problem with only having a Hadme in reserve to Ladapo is that sort of he's very raw, nine. isn't he? He's still raw. He'd been ill <laughs> leading up to the game, so maybe he didn't, oh, have, okay. didn't have enough there. But also, we have to re to take Ladapo off. We have to rejig around rather than just have a straight like for like replacement. Yeah, yeah. A uh, couple of points here. A said, "Can't believe Evans wasn't subbed." Similar to yourself, Joe. Really wonder what Ball is thinking. We lost the game in the middle of the park. Charlie D. Along similar lines, time for Don Ball to have a mm. crack at Portsmouth, uh, I think. Um, but then we're probably going to uh, dominate possession against Portsmouth on Saturday. And that's the sort of game where Evans does play well in. Yeah. Disagree with that. I think Evans, I just saw that. Evans wasn't at all bad last week. I dis- slightly disagree with that from my, my, my recollection. He was he played pretty well last week. Well, Neil Neil's saying you'd like to see like to see him starting, but then as you say, Joe, it's it's going to be a horses for courses um, selection, like like all of McKenna's um, selections are, aren't they? Um, he's saying he a is saying that he was slow to react for one of the Wednesday goals from from last week. Um, point from Max, worrying when for us that our goalkeeper looks most likely to <laughs> looks most likely to score. You say as Dave said, that was still a header, hell of a header. Um, fantastic. I know I appreciate the guy's about six foot five tall, six foot six tall, but uh, even so. Um, running theme throughout the, the comments in this particular little section is that um, Ball should have been given a chance and that uh, Ball you know, may be given a, a chance next week. Yeah, so they had little glimpses of the um, the substitutes bench during the game. He looked happy enough. He was laughing and joking with uh, McKenna and stuff. So I don't think there's any actual, you know, no issue with him not playing. The team's top of the league, for goodness sake. But it just may be a, a chance and an opportunity maybe to, to freshen things up. Um, freshen things up a little bit. Yeah, good evening to you, David. We're all we're all good. Thank you very much. Um, Rob is saying here, would have brought ball on a combination of Morsey and Evans being off the pace mm-hmm. and on yellows meant we lost the battle in the, in the last quarter, which is, yeah, very, very possibly. Um, and in terms of your kit clash, uh, Joe, Mullet, that's why we should always have an orange kit. Um, Neil, yeah, would start Morsey and Ball next week. I don't know whether maybe they are 
too similar, Joe, to, to play in the same midfield? Well, I, I, I don't know, because I think Ball will play the deeper role, won't he? And Morsey plays the one that you push on a bit more. So I'd imagine that's a fairly natural partnership. Good evening to you, Carl. I think it's a bit harsh from David. Agent Walton did well. I think he <laughs> did, did as much as he could to, to keep us in the game and to get us, a, uh, get us an equaliser, David, I think. Um, Michael's saying here, the problem was that when we did not, sorry, was that we did not hold the ball up when we went long from defence. So Edmondson was trying the short pass to keep the ball. Yeah, we did, similar to last week, really, Dave, wasn't it? We did tend to go longer. Walton went longer than he does do. Yeah, he uh, does. I think when Jackson sort of plays that role, he, he, he does really. Yeah. I mean, I'd, uh, personally, Edmondson, just put your foot through it, put it in a channel. <laughs> but yeah. Look, yeah, the pass comes off. Morsey knocks it off first time. Lovely bit of play. Yeah. Well, and just going back to the uh, Ladapo and Norwood releasing Norwood um, question, Charlie D um, asked, "Will we look for another striker option in January?" Well, we we had a, a chat on our on our Telegram um, group during the week. Actually, one of the threads, ongoing threads during the week, was our striking option. I think it was myself actually brought it up maybe after the the Arsenal match, saying that I still think that is the the weakest point glaringly weakest point in our in our team is that striker and the and the reserves um behind Ladapo is just doesn't seem to be anything like the level of and there's no disrespect to Hadme, you know, he's brought in to do a job and he, as we say he's raw, you know, he's a he's a project, but I don't think we need to be having projects when we're looking to automatic promotion, Joe. Not for me, no. I th- I think that's uh well, you, you, we saw the players we tried to chase for the summer, didn't we? And I'm sure if you'd have said to every Ipswich fan when we signed Ladapo at the start of the window that he would be our number nine and no one really behind him, people wouldn't have believed you, would they? No. 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 Um, there's a bit of a toing and froing in the comments about um, Cooper versus Walton being the, the best goalkeeper in the league. And I think they were, I think it's pretty much, they are the two, top two goalkeepers in the league. Um, just a question of which one. Um, came out on top today. I suppose Cooper was better in goal and Walton was better up front. Wow. Well, I wouldn't swap Walton for Cooper. No way. <laughs> and, I, and I'm sure Plymouth fans wouldn't do the same. I think Walton's an excellent keeper. Yeah. From what I've seen of Cooper, he looks an excellent keeper as well, but I still think Walton is the better keeper. But yeah, I, maybe I would... better for our style, our system. He's better for their style, their system. But yeah. no, Walton for me. Yeah, very good point. Chris Rand, good evening to you, Chris. Um, says, with 21 points, we're in the mix. It's very rare for the eventual title winner to have fewer than 20 points after 10 games. That suggests that there are already only four to five teams in it, and we're one of them. It does start to look like the, certainly the top four. I'll get the um, table apart. We've quickly gone through the, the results from um, yesterday in, in a sec, but it certainly looks like the top four are starting to cement themselves into into position and actually there's being a bit of a gap opening up to the likes of peter even though they won yesterday the likes of um peter a bit further down you'd think peter brew would come again i'd have thought yeah um flim flam the two best keepers in the division today yes yes i think we are in agreement with that um so what we'll do quickly uh as we'll go through the Results from yesterday. So, as ever, if there's anything that piques your interest, let me know. Um, Forest Green Rovers were the lunchtime kickoff against Exeter. Um, Exeter dicked them 4-0 at Forest Green Rovers. I thought Forest Green Rovers was supposed to be a difficult place to go. That's what we were told when we uh, came away there with a win. Um, Player of the year, Rakeem Harper, played 90 minutes, I note. Won Um, a penalty. Won a penalty. 
Mr. Sitter. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Mr. Sitter, but won a penalty in a very advanced area for him. Um, obviously in the box. Um, Barnsley three, Charlton one. Do, are, are we, is this like the, the football cliche podcast? Do we call this a cheeky back heel, Joe? Is that is that what we're using? Um, yeah. Adjective? Nice finish, wasn't it? I thought. Yeah. From yeah, Mr. They're starting to just aforementioned starting to click, Lord. aren't they? Yeah, since since we've played them, I think they've been really good since then, haven't they? They won every game, haven't they? Went to Sheffield Wednesday and won, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. Um, Bristol Rovers nil, Accrington Stanley won. Um, just to sort of prove my point about Bristol Rovers not being in the richest vein of form and indeed being in the bottom four. Um, Morecambe won, Cambridge two, Cambridge two. Jack Lancaster, I believe, scored. Yeah, great. Yesterday. Lovely finish. Lovely On finish. his weaker foot. Yeah, side foot volley. Lovely, lovely goal. Peterborough three, Port Vale nil. Clark Harris with a couple. Jack Marriott playing yet, or is he still benched? He didn't know this. He didn't, didn't score. He, he didn't score. But there's a striker. I'll tell you, there's a striker who's probably top striker in the division. But you know, one of his goals was, was I think, was a similar one to you know one of the balls that Jackson would have flashed across the box, and he was he was just there. Yeah. Wednesday, three one at home, one nil down, weren't they? They won nil down. No, one 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 yeah, if you're in the comments, please. Can those with uh, 9.01 p.m. in the sweepstake, please uh, raise your oh, hands and we'll going. get a, uh, a Blue Monday dog neckerchief off to you in the uh, <laughs> in the post. Oh, um, dear. And finally, the one we all want to talk about, Shrewsbury Town 2, Burton Albion 1. Um, so in terms of how that makes the, uh, the league look, I'll quickly fire that up on the screen. Oh. And as you were saying, Joe, about um, home form... Plymouth, Plymouth Argyle are currently top with 22 yeah. points from their 10 games. Home form played five, one five, one goal conceded. Um, currently, we're sitting in second, one point behind them. But as I said earlier, on level points with um, Portsmouth, although Portsmouth do have a game in hand, which is obviously from yesterday's international um, call ups. It's, it's an away game, is it? Because we like the we've played we've only played four at home, six away this year, haven't we? So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they played five and four. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, as as you were saying, Dave, you know that that top, certainly top five. I don't know, maybe Bolton as well, but that top five is starting to look um, quite strong and starting to. Yeah, some of the teams are starting to click into gear, aren't they? It's just ridiculous, isn't it? It's just shaping up exactly the same as last season. Yeah, but yeah. hey, look, as you said, we're still we're still above two points a game, so yeah, a lot to be a lot to be happy about still. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, the chat the chat's ongoing. I, so I won't hang around for too much longer. But there is there's still a few um, a few uh, questions flying around and a few comments flying around. I will um, get them up here. Um, here, can't believe you make excuses for fridge. We need solid centre backs <laughs> who can be trusted. I suppose he did sling in a decent cross on Tuesday night into the uh, into our own area, didn't he? Against um, against Arsenal, Steve Witten esque cross. Uh, under the crossbar for uh, Lackey to get to ball. I just think he's a little, just the confidence he's just gone for a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, a bit off. Yeah. 
Um, what we got here, sorry guys. Um, thought Ladaka, sorry, thought Ladapa was okay. Surprised when he was sub, says says Graham. Um, there's a few comments along the same. Um, I had me mullet says here. Um, agrees with us really that he looks more like a project in place of Ladapa. So I just don't hope that that's going to be something that comes back to uh, to haunt us, no matter how much switching of positions and you know John Jules for this game and, and Jackson for that game. Um, it just seems to be we're we're trying to, as Michael says here, we'll try and bring in another number nine in January. Just whether we're trying to get to January with with that in mind, given a long way try. until January. Yeah, absolutely. Seven games in October, as we pointed out earlier. Um, David says here, forgive me, David, if you guys have already played them, saying that Pompey are a good side. They are, but this bloody Cowley's in it. You know, we're going to have. The Cowley boys on the touchline doing what Cowley boys do on the touchline. Yeah, they're going to be set up for nil-nil, don't you? S-housery. S-housery. For 90 minutes. So, yeah, yeah so just just a quick one then. In terms of um, Saturday, guys, what, what would you do in terms of any any changes to uh, to the lineup, but just to change people who are out of form or just to freshen things up? Well, Wes Burns is back, isn't he? So yeah, he'll he come straight back into the team. Yeah, Jackson is more an away player, isn't he? he? Seems to start more away games than home games. So, I think you see Wes Burns come back in on the sort of right hand side for him. Maybe John uh, Jules in for Harness. Yeah, possibly. There's a question over Edmondson or Keogh, isn't there? Hmm. I'd say is, is now the time that Keogh gets his opportunity. I think yeah. I don't think Edmondson could argue if it is. I think he's had chances he's, he's not played as well as he needs to do but do you just try and let him play through that form or do you make the change and then it's just Don Ball but I think at home I think Lee Evans you probably want him in there at home don't you on the ball possibly and up and sent up against another unit Colby Bishop obviously mm. Saturday yeah who can Perfect. also play a bit of course well, thank you very much for that, guy. Yeah, we won't see Joe Piggott, who scored a hat-trick, I believe, in a friend behind closed doors friendly against Chelsea's under-14s or something yesterday. Um, but no, you won't see won't see him. But yeah, we will see the Cowley brothers. Um, just a couple more plugs from myself. I think in terms of the week, um, there'll, there'll more than likely be a Q&A, I'd have thought, live on, on Wednesday night, um, with there being no um, midweek game. Um, I believe Rich and Seb may will be doing a live show. Forgive me, um, Rich. I know we spoke about it before, and but it's completely gone from my mind. But I think um, he said they'll be doing a live show Friday night. So um, maybe three live shows in uh, in the week coming up, including today. Um, so yeah, please feel free to jump onto that. Um, just leaves me to say thank you very much to Joe. Oh, Joe, do you want to tell us what you were doing earlier, or do you want to keep it under your hat? I'll keep it under my hat. Okay. Definitely too exciting. I've got a question for Joe though. Um, was was your mate wearing his sign Cole you away shirt? <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't mention that to him actually. <laughs> you didn't. No, no. <laughs> oh dear. Well, well, we'll we'll leave it at that then. We'll keep everybody in in suspense. Um, so yeah, again, thank you very much everyone for joining us. Thank you very very much for for your questions. Um, do join us on on Wednesday for the live Q&A. Um, keep an eye on the socials and bits and pieces just for confirmation that's going ahead and join Rich and Seb on Friday for the live pre-match Pompey show. Um, so thank you very much, David. Thank you for your uh, help and guidance and comments as ever. Thank you very much to Joe and uh, we'll see you all soon. Thank you very much.
The TalkSport fan network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.